Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to part two on large adrenal masses. And we started speaking last time about differential diagnosis of large adrenal masses, which means over 4CM. We made the point that they can be benign lesions and commonly are from adenomas to myelolipomas to cysts, but also they can be malignancies or pheochromocytoma. And we spoke a lot about that initially and we went through some of the different features perhaps from this Mayo Clinic article that might help you. And then I thought we'd go through a bunch of cases and we started and we were looking at primary adrenal carcinoma before and here's just another example. I think the point for this case is dystrophic calcifications. Okay, that's not punctate calcifications like a myelolipoma. Central necrosis, peripheral enhancement, large mass, there's nothing you're gonna call this that's not malignant. And with no known primary, even with a known primary, I would call this a primary adrenal carcinoma. And here's a couple more images, just very classic central necrosis, large mass pushing up on the liver. It can invade the kidney, they usually just displaces, can invade vascular structures, but usually does not. But again, just beautiful example. And you can see here, I'm showing you also the point I've made before about calcification and adrenal lesions, punctate with fat, obviously myelolipoma, even punctate with no real fat, I'm thinking myelolipoma or hemangioma. But dystrophic calcifications, these linear or regular calcifications, that's gonna be carcinoma. Once in a while, I think theoretically metastatic renal cell, but I'm sticking with primary adrenal cortical carcinoma. Another example, same thing, large mass, necrosis, almost looks the same, right? Big tumor, calcification, central necrosis, peripheral enhancement, stretching of vessels, and here it is in cinematic rendering. And we are looking at and working on cinematic rendering to see if perhaps cinematic rendering would be a way to look at the texture maps. And by looking at texture maps, perhaps we can be good at distinguishing between various tumors. Uh, and here's just another picture showing the cystic components, the calcification, the solid components and nodularity within the patient's tumor. Now, I mentioned this talk, we're not really going to do a lot with bilateral, we're focusing on unilateral masses. And when you have bilateral, almost everything can be bilateral from adenomas, even carcinoma. But when you start seeing bilateral disease over 4CM, it's rare for it to be benign. I, I've seen hemorrhage, but you, you more likely are gonna see this. Large mass is solid. You see a pancreas mass. This was metastatic colon cancer to pancreas and adrenals. But when you see enhancing adrenal lesions, peripheral enhancement, mottled enhancement, solid masses, that's malignant. And bilateral is most likely gonna be something like metastatic. This was unusual. Colon cancer is not the number one choice, perhaps. Melanoma might be more common. Uh, lung cancer might be more common, but it's the same principle. Large necrotic tumors. Another example, patient with renal cell carcinoma, clear cell. Non-contrast, you have big masses. Now, you could say, could it be adenomas? Could it be this? If you measure them, they're measured too high. They're measured in their 20s. You know this is not gonna be good. And you give IV contrast, although it's one primary, you see two different appearances in some ways. Both lesions are vascular, more necrosis on the left. Really nice example on the coronal planes. 
large bilateral adrenal masses, vascular periphery, central necrosis, metastatic renal cell carcinoma. Now you can argue perhaps of what the tumor might be, but the fact that it's malignant is not going to be an argument. Or in this case, large left adrenal mass, and then you give contrast and there's enhancement, and you can see the enhancement particularly nicely on the coronal views. You can see on this coronal 3D the right nephrectomy, but you see the neovascularity in the patient's left kidney, and that's malignant, okay? Now you can argue in a different patient, could this be a malignant primary adrenal cortical carcinoma? The answer would be yes, but a vascular lesion in the face of a right renal cell carcinoma and the lesion washes out is more likely to be metastatic renal cell carcinoma. Now, we do talk about this with an article by Cho that made the point that particularly renal cells, but also hepatomas can enhance when they're metastatic to adrenal and they can have washout values that are indeed gonna fool you. And we've spoken about this before, that things that have good washout values could be renal cell metastatic to adrenal or hepatoma or things like pheochromocytoma. Now with METs, they can be cystic, but I don't think you're gonna confuse this with a simple cyst because simple cysts have basically no definable wall, surely not gonna have an enhancing wall and a regular thickening and a regular enhancement and some nodularity. And in fact, if you look at that more carefully, you can see the cystic components very nicely. So you wanna be thinking about those possibilities. And again, the vascularity. I mentioned renal cell and hepatoma can be vascular mets. Here's a patient with cirrhosis and hepatoma. Look at the size of those bilateral adrenal metastases. Indeed, very, very impressive. Areas of enhancement. And there it is when you look at the patient's um, uh, cinematic rendering. You can see the modeled enhancement pattern. Now, could you look at the enhancement pattern and say this wasn't bilateral primary adrenal cells? The answer would be at this point, the answer is no, but I would tend to favor METs. And surely you look at this patient, there's a large MET in the pelvis as well. Big lytic lesion, kind of the texture looks the same as the adrenal, but a large lytic mass, bone destruction, neovascularity, and then there's the patient's tumor again. So when I see large masses, but they're bilateral, I'm thinking bad things. Not bad thoughts exactly, but I'm thinking malignancy. Now the other thing that can give you big adrenal masses as malignant is lymphoma. Now we talk about primary or secondary lymphoma. Most of the time when we see adrenal involvement, patient also has significant nodes of secondary involvement, but you can see primary involvement and it's typically non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yes, it can be unilateral, but typically it's bilateral. We describe large bilateral adrenal masses which seem to keep their adrenal shape. Here's one with homogeneous lower density infiltration lymphoma. Here's another one. In this case, there's a large adrenal mass. But there's also large nodes involving the patient's pancreas and extending to the left. So both adrenals were involved, but the kidneys were involved in the perirenal space as well as the pancreas. So really much more extensive disease. Or in this example, bilateral adrenal masses relatively low density pushing, and you could not tell from these images that it was not invading the kidney. Again, could you say this is metastatic? The answer would be yes, but you gotta be thinking about lymphoma because if no one else thinks about lymphoma, they're not gonna make the diagnosis, and that could be game-changing. 
Now, every adrenal mass that was lymphoma, I've showed you bilateral disease. Here's an example with unilateral disease. Involvement of the kidney, involvement of the arteries, involvement around the aorta. So it's possible. And again, here's just another example of primary adrenal lymphoma. Big masses, low density, minimal enhancement, not a lot, and kind of that adrenal shape, right? And you could see it here very nicely. Now again, to make the point at this juncture, think about the case I showed you before of metastatic hepatoma or lung cancer. At times, lymphoma and metastasis will look identical. Perhaps some of the markers, perhaps um, doing textural analysis or radiomics will help us, but this is the appearance, and again, can be somewhat of a challenge. Now, I've mentioned pheochromocytomas. We know that pheos, about half of them are detected incidentally. Uh, so obviously, if a patient has a, uh, is hypertensive, and you find a, what looks like a pheo, it makes it very easy regardless of the size. But important to know that pheos can be very large. Here's a seven centimeter mass. They're hypervascular. When they're large and hypervascular, there's often central necrosis, which you can see arterial and on venous phase imaging. Just to make a point that something that looks like adrenal but not always is, here's another example of a pheochromocytoma, classic hypervascular mass involving the renal vein. There it is coronal. You can see some collaterals. It's pushing downward. Again, abnormal vascularity. Could this be a primary adrenal carcinoma? Yes. Could it be a pheo? The patient was hypertensive. Then you would say yes. Or in this case, look at the patient's left adrenal, non-contrast. There is a mass present. You can go through a differential on the non-contrast of what this could be. I guess in theory it could be an adenoma. could be a primary um, adrenal carcinoma, could be metastasis. Here it is, central necrosis, and it does make the point that some of the adrenal lesions have central necrosis, not uncommonly. And here's a good look at the texture mapping. As I say, I wonder if I can do texture mapping and really be very specific in the lesions. Now, what else? Cystic lesions, we talk about cysts, but this is septations, nodularity. This is a pheochromocytoma. I would have probably guessed primary adrenal carcinoma because it's so large, but just to make the point that there is overlap, but you would be worrying about malignancy. There's nothing about this case that would let you think about a benign lesion. And I just show this case with a follow-up to make the point that sometimes pheos do appear to be cystic. They may have a nodularity, peripheral enhancement, but as in this example, pheos can be cystic. I'll just also finally end on the pheos, making sure you look at the organ of zircochondral because you can see big pheos at the bifurcation, nicely shown in this example with calcification and that classic enhancement pattern. One other pitfall, which is a pitfall, but sometimes you can't do anything about, is this case. This looks like a pheochromocytoma with the right adrenal gland. The right adrenal gland was normal. This was a paraganglioma which can occur near the adrenals or the periodic region. Beautiful neovascularity, washes out. Again, in my book, this is a pheo. So if you said pheo, you'd really be right, but it's a paraganglioma, which is an extra adrenal pheo. But in this case, you can never find the adrenal because it was tied in to this large mass. So I've gone through a number of different things with you, a range of different pathologies, 
We've talked about the problem of larger masses that they're not always malignant and they're not always benign and they can be incidental. As the article from Mayo says, when they're incidental, you gotta be favoring a benign process, but you gotta think about it. Um, when it's symptomatic, then you're favoring a malignant process and you go from there. And as we said, we can have anywhere from adenomas to myelopomas to cysts, to primary adrenal carcinoma, to metastasis to lymphoma, and on and on and on. So with that, hopefully this helps you. We did have an addition discussion today, as I'm recording this, which is June 20th on Facebook Live. So if you wanna hear some more, go to Facebook Live. Catch you later, have a great day, bye. If you liked what you heard here today, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and visit our website, ctss.com, for lectures, quizzes, pearls, and more. Also, be sure to check out our apps that are available for free on the Apple Store. All links are in the description box below.